Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the Catfish and Crappie podcast. My name is Mark and today's guest is Joey Middleton. What's going on, Joey? How are you doing, sir? going on mark thanks for having me brother hey you got it man i've been wanting to have you on for a while i see all your stuff on social media and uh, uh i know you do a lot of stuff in the tournament world and and you catch a lot of big fish if you guys look at the thumbnail for this show it's it that that's a that's a big how big is that fish <laughs> that one was 64 now don't don't let anybody fool you i don't catch a lot of big fish <laughs> okay, so we'll, we'll get there later just let's stick with the 64 let's impress the people in the chat that's a that's a big good looking fish there so let's let's start out at the beginning where are you from joey um we are located in western kentucky um madisonville um, okay outside of paducah and is that somewhere where you've been your whole life or are you a no we've, um, we've been here uh, on about three years now. We're originally okay. from um, Central Kentucky, Lexington, home of the okay. Kentucky Wildcats. So we have some. We have we have a lot of people from Ohio and Kentucky in the chat room. People I know, and and one one group of them seems to think that Kentucky is the wrong side of the river, and the other thinks that Ohio is <laughs> the wrong side of the river. So, uh, I'll, I'll let them i'll let you guys work that up out amongst themselves thanks for posting that link betty once again we are having the podcast live on youtube so if you ever choose to watch us live you can we have a full chat room today uh we have over 50 people in chat so if you want to come in and partake you never know what's going to happen all right so um <clears throat> how'd you get started fishing joey excuse me from what since I was a little boy, my, my, my papa, you know, he would put a fishing pole in my hand and tell me to get lost. <laughs> you know? All right. Now, now you'll have to forgive me. I'm, I'm a city boy. Uh, papa, is that your dad or your grandpa? My grandfather. Yes, grandpa. sir. My that's what I thought. I like to get things straight, though. I'm learning to say words like y'all and Ohio and stuff <laughs> like that. Uh, I, and I appreciate for everybody to accept in a city boy like me. So that's pretty cool. So what are some of your fondest memories of fishing with Papa? You know, there's so many, it's, it's really hard to pick out just one, but you know, we, um, our family was down, um, Somerset, Kentucky down on Lake Cumberland. And I can remember, you know, him trying to, to get up at early on a Friday, you know, morning or a Saturday morning, sneak off. And well, you weren't going, <laughs> you weren't going to beat me up when it came to fishing. So, you know, I'd be sitting there basically in the driveway waiting on him. He'd say, jump in the truck. So, you know, off we go. And just, you know, as a kid going down there and that big water and, you know, just being with him, it's just, you know, memories that you just never forget. So ain't that the truth? And it kind of has an impression or leaves an impression. And and that's something I know that I try to to uh, uh, hand down. A, I, I'm not fortunate enough to have any kids, but uh, we have kids in the neighborhood. I have nieces and nephews, and I try to pass that down. And 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 that's just as fun as going fishing, at least to me. So, absolutely. Uh, so, tell me a bit, a little bit about. Um, oh, Jim Stanley's in the house. What's going on, Jim? I also saw Georgia Fisherman. I've seen a couple people coming in here. Dale Hayslip. What's going on, Dale? 
uh, Abbott, I said hello to you. I think I got caught up. And we got Lynn. Uh, what's going on, Lynn, over at Catfish Fever and Outdoors? Uh, so you, you, you do a lot of tournament stuff, or you run a lot of tournaments, don't you, Joey? Um, you know, we're, we're just getting into the on-site tournaments, um, our charity tournaments. But, you know, since, since I brought BKPC out, we've um, done a lot of online, smaller tournaments, you know, just big fish tournaments, things of that nature. Um, one thing that we really want to do is we, we want to give some of these bank guys an opportunity to get in and be competitive and fish a little bit and, you know, kind of kind of a little guy. You know, we, we want to give the little guys a chance to get out there and be competitive and kind of showcase, you know, their talents and their fish. And so, you know, we – We've done a lot. <laughs> in tournaments I know. That- I know a lot of. Big, I know a lot of bank fishermen, and I would not call them little guys, man. There's some big bank fishermen out there, both in size, stature, and attitude, and, and skill set. So, um, okay, let, let, let's let's take a step back. What's BKPC stand for, Joey? Um, BKP stands for. Um, it started out as Bank Kayak Pond Catfish Nation. And, you know, the, the, the longer we were in it, you know, we had bass guys, we had walleye guys, we had some guys that, you know, just like doing carp. So we just kind of abbreviated it and, you know, said, let's go with BKPC. That way it would be a little more inclusive for everybody. You know, it wasn't just, you know, reaching out to just catfish guys because, you know, in fishing, we're all brothers, brothers and sisters. And, you know, I, I like to fish for anything that'll bite. So, <clears throat> Brothers and sisters is a great way of saying it, man. We're we're like all family. I my family has grown so much since I really got involved in 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 the catfish and, and crappie world and 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 fishing in general. I mean, it, it's definitely enriches one's life. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, absolutely, a hundred percent. Fishing can can do a whole lot for somebody, not just you know you know on a fun back. I mean, but mental health, you know, physical health. It's just it, it's a great release, man. I mean, it's you don't get much closer to to nature than you do when you're fishing so you're you're out and it's somebody had asked me a question uh uh what what drives me it, it, it's it's being out in there with what the man upstairs has created which means pretty much you know mother nature or something about being part of the big picture which is how i feel when i'm out fishing so uh, i i can totally understand that uh, so what do you where are you, are you bank fishing now are you boat fishing kayak fishing how 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 are you going after the big um i do mostly bank fishing um you know everybody everybody wants that boat <laughs> it ain't always in the picture so but you know i, I really enjoy my bank fishing too because i can remember as a little boy in eastern kentucky in the mountains you know we didn't have boats but man i tell you what we could sure take you to some good bank spots you know and being able to set your chair out build a little fire you know there, there's there's not much like it. I, I like my bank fishing but now I, mean, I like that boat fishing too, though, because you get out there and have a better chance of getting those monsters. So I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I miss bank fishing a lot. Um, our bank spots are limited up here. Uh, there's also a lot of politics that goes into bank spots in, in such a heavily populated area. But like just like you said, there is something definitely to be said about sitting in a lawn chair with a with 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 a cold drink and a and a campfire or a bonfire going right next to you. There's there's I I'm I'm with you on that, man. It don't get much better than that. I find, much better. I find myself fishing longer when I'm doing that. Maybe not harder because boat fishing right. could be pretty hard, but but yeah, I definitely get it. So uh so uh what's your uh bait of choice? It's a kind of a trick question. Well, I mean I, I like to have good fresh skipjack. Uh, um 
you know, like I said, I target about anything that'll, you know, bite. And most times, you know, I, I tell people I'm out there feeding the fish more than I am <laughs> looking to catch them. So, you know, I'll go out with a lot of bluegill. I, you know, I'll go out with jello chicken, whatever, whatever's there and get me out on that water, you know, cause just having it in front of the right fish at the right time, you never know what they're going to bite. I've caught, yeah, I've caught fish on crazy, crazy things before. <laughs> so I'll, I'll throw anything out there. Yeah, there's there's the whole Jello chicken controversy between everybody, but I just think that it's uh, um, uh, it's just guys giving each other the business. Stan, thank you for your support, Stan. I really appreciate the super chat, my friend. I really, really appreciate it, and you being a crew member as well. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, so yeah, everybody tells me that the Jello chicken catches fish. You know. I- I used to do a lot of pond fishing when I was in Lexington because we uh, didn't we weren't real close to to rivers or anything like that and you know we had a lot of golf course ponds that we would you know some some we were welcomed at others you know <laughs> and maybe not so much welcome but the the, the Kool Aid chicken and the the magic bait and the hot dogs and man they did great for those pond channels but one thing I have learned you know starting to fish the bigger waters and chasing the the bigger trophy fish. It's not going to be consistent. I mean, I have caught, a, you know, a few decent, you know, little blues or flatheads on, you know, hot dogs or jello chicken, but it's few and far between. I mean, you really want to put in front of them, I think, you know, from everything I've seen, kind of natural, you know, bait in the areas. So, <clears throat> Creole, look, Creole just put his vote out for chicken. He actually put his money behind his vote. Too. Thank you, Creole, very much. I'll let you post chicken. I'll let you post chicken emojis for that, buddy. Thank you. Uh, Jeremy's a good guy out of Louisiana. I adore his friendship so much. It's a, it's always fun to, to to give each other a bunch of problems or a bunch of. <laughs> give each other some crap i'm trying to think of the the nice word because like i said way to say it. yeah i'm trying to figure out a way of saying it so uh and you know that that's all fun mark i mean and that's one thing you know in competitive world you know you give each other crap but you know we got to each take a step back sometimes and look and and think about our words you know because you see some of these you know one reason we really started bkpc was we would go into some of these other groups and you know you would ask questions or you would try to, you know, show off a fish that you were proud of, man, and people would just get brutal with you, you know, and I mean, you really got to take a step back and think about your words sometimes. And you're, you're a hundred percent right. And that tells a lot about your character too. I, I, I kind of do the same thing, you know, and we, it goes back to how you're raised. You know, I was always told by my mom, if you can't say something nice, don't say it at all. So right. keep your doubts in your, in your, hater to yourself and go on from there but you know it, it's it's all a part of it is i think it's just on a um i i just think it's on a grander scale in social media i mean my oh, friends well you know who's the most brutal people uh around or the most brutal people i encounter with my fishing stuff it's like my best friends they're horrible man <laughs> oh my god are they horrible they want to see pictures of scales and this mm-hmm. and that and it's like oh my god so do, do you do a lot of solo fishing? Do you have a group of guys besides uh, BKPC Nation? Um, you know, I've, I've got my, my group of guys. Um, when I started BKPC Nation, I had a couple guys, um, Jeff Leister and Brad Boyle. And, you know, we developed a friendship and they really helped. And they become, you know, 
fishing friends. They'll come in and visit, you know, once or twice, three or four times a year. And, you know, we'll, we'll fish little local tournaments together, but honestly, mostly it's me and my, my better half, me and me and Rosa, you know, we'll get out and we'll put our chairs in the back of the truck and we'll go find us a bank spot that we know we probably aren't going to catch any fish, but she's wanting to catch them. And she's probably telling people he don't even know how to fish. He's <laughs> takes me to these spots, but I tell you what, we have a good time. You know, we got stories to tell. So that, that's, that's a great part of it. And here, hence Chad saying you catch fish mark question mark. See what I mean? <laughs> Another Kentucky boy. You know, I I like Joey here. Don't make me badmouth Kentucky in front of him, Chad. <laughs> mm. uh, Jim Stanley's in the chat, too. I think he takes part in some of your stuff, doesn't he? He does, yes. Jim's been around with us, you know, pretty much since day one. Has always supported us. And, you know, it's because of guys like that that, you know, we're, we're able to do what we're, you know, able to do. I, I've done a lot of things, Mark, and I know people probably probably look sometimes and say, "Man, this guy's just all over the place." You know, we've we've had tackle for sale. We, you know, we've done all kinds of things trying to find our our niche to where we could get in and you know maybe get in front of some of the right people to to go on with the the grander scheme of what we're doing because you know we we really like helping people. You know, I started it because I was going through some hard times in life and you know had some health issues and. You know, and then one thing right after another. And one thing that I found that, you know, the, the, the group and helping people really helped me get through my, my hard times. And so, you know, we, we've, we've got guys that have been, you know, so loyal and, you know, have supported us since day one. And, you know, it's because of guys like that, that you know, even even when it was probably been easier to just set it down and say, you know what, I don't want to do this no more. You know, we, we kept going and kept, you know, trying to find our, our niche. And I, I really think that, with these charity tournaments that that's kind of where the man upstairs has gotten us to go because that seems to have been the one that's really kind of sunk in and and is doing pretty well. So. I can definitely relate with, with everything you just said, man. It, 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 life isn't easy. It's better when you're fishing, uh, fishing with friends kind of helps you through it. And even when that gets hard, uh, they, they pull you along and it's always, you know, a good thing that they do because you're always happy when you get out on the other side. So absolutely. And you, you, you just you never know what somebody's going through, Mark. You know, I mean, people can have the the most positive look on the outside and you know, you just don't know what, what they're going through on the inside. So, you know, take a minute to 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 help that person, even if it's just a, you know, hey, nice catch. You know, I mean, sometimes a little comment like that can, you know, pick that person maybe up to a little bit better spot than they were before. So, you know, I, 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 I couldn't agree with you more. I, I don't know how much to say or whatever, but um, I've uh, um, I heard a, a big name guy in the industry explain to me one time that you don't know who's watching what you're doing or, or where they're at in their life. Always, always be kind to them. Always watch your manners and, 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 and remember that you're no matter at what level you're representing a sport and keep that into consideration. I think you're definitely doing that through your charities and, and being here today, trying to get the, the word out about them. So, so let's, let's talk a little bit about the charities, which are linked in the description, a couple of tournaments you're doing, correct? Yes, sir. We've, um, we, we've got four that I think we're going to try to run annually. We okay. just. Um, finished up our first one, which was the Tackle 22, which is a great organization. Um, Eddie Anderson with that just, I mean, 
what he does to try to bring awareness to, you know, the, the 22 suicides a day by veterans, which is just, you know, one's too many, but you know, these guys without them, I mean, where would we be? We wouldn't be doing what we do. So um, we had that one and we battled a few issues during that tournament. We, um, that's when the, the gas pipeline or the oil pipeline had, you know, been hijacked or whatever it was. And mm-hmm. so people were scared when we first got down to Rogersville, there was all the gas stations had plastic bags over their pumps. And so I think that kept a few people away, but I tell you, we, I think we ended up with 30 boats, but to me, Mark, it wasn't 30 boats. It was, I mean, it was 30, 30 boat loads of, family members that came together through, you know, even a, a rough weekend to get out there and support these guys and these vets. I think we had 27, 28 vets on the boats and to see those guys out there just smiling and, you know, to see some of these company owners, you know, getting together and, you know, being along, you know, getting along with one another just to support man. It, it, it was touching. It really was. And that's that moments when I knew that we were in, heading in the right direction with what we were doing. So that that's such a, such a, Good cause, man. I, I can't say it enough. Um, I mean, the 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 issues that guys, um, men and and ladies go through that that's that you don't see on the outside, and uh, to be able to uh, bring some attention to that and get people to pay attention to our vets and and what they're going through, man. It, it, that that's a great thing. So mega kudos to you on that. So um, everything from fishing to freedom to, to what you're doing. There's a couple of people Absolutely. over there by me that do the same thing. And I'm seeing that actually uh, um, spreading throughout the country, which, which is a good thing. It's a well-needed thing. Right. Uh, and then we've got, um, we've got three more coming up this year too, Mark. We've got one coming up um, July 31st and that's in um, Milton, Kentucky. And we're teaming up with a really good friend of ours, MC Norris, who is the um, founder of Fishing for Autism. And um, I had met him last year at a tournament up there, and um, it was a birthday bash they, um, to raise funds for um, Autism Awareness Group here in Kentucky. So we teamed up with him, and we're going to make that an annual tournament. And then um, in October, we're, we're doing one that's you know really near and dear to my heart. It's the Isaac Strong Classic which is for our little buddy Alex out in um, or Isaac out in Oklahoma, who is battling um, leukemia. And that one's going to be in um, Alabama on Gunnersville. So that one's special. There's, we're we're going to, you know, really put a, they're all special to me, but that, that one kind of holds a special place in my heart. Okay. And then we're going to close up in November with um, back the blue. We're going to be um, working with and um, raising money for Alabama um, COPS they um they they do work for families that have um lost a, a loved one in the line of duty. So um we're gonna do that one in November. We look forward to that one too, because I think with today's times that you know these these officers definitely need a little support from everybody. So I look forward to that one as well. That's very impressive. Not most people like to help out once in a while. You're doing it four times a year and you're, you know, leading the charge. I mean, I can't think of four better causes everything from you know <laughs> soldier suicide to, to autistic children and and back in the blue and what was the third one that was near and dear to your heart i don't have the, that um, isaac it's for childhood cancer childhood so, cancer okay. yes sir yeah i can't think you know, mark we would love to do more you know with with the more reach that we can get you know and that's that's what i try to tell people you know people ask well how can we help how can we help you know 
people don't realize how much a share will help somebody because you never know who that's going to get in front of. You know, you might find that one person that that cause and they get in touch and be able to take that to the next level and, and you know, really make a difference. So, you know, when, when you see people, you know, with these, you know, groups like, you know, I want to give um, catfishing for a cause. These guys, I didn't even really know about them until here recently, but they're going on their ninth annual catfishing tournament to where they, you know, help people in Alabama that have disabilities, challenged anglers, basically. Robert Tallman and um, Cheryl Shelby, great people. I mean, there's so many great causes out there in the fishing world that I, I don't think a lot of people know about because they don't get the attention. I don't know if people just don't share, or, you know, it's just not in their, you know, agenda or their, you know, their next step to getting where they want to be. But guys, there's a lot of great causes out there, you know, get out there and help some of these people. You know, it, it don't, it don't cost nothing to, to share a post or to share a tournament or a fundraiser, you know, that, that, that's kind of what we, if we all pull together, we're going to get a lot more done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Maybe we can get people to look at it this way. For every five fish picks that one posts on social media, maybe shares a, a good cause in, right. in the meantime, in between all of those. You know, get get involved, get get the word out. Um, it, it's it's kind of hard to be able to give to uh, to all of them, but if you can just pick one and try to get a little bit of help going in that direction, it makes all the difference in the world. Absolutely. Really does. So uh, if anybody out there, any YouTubers out there, uh, there's quite a bit of them out here want to take part. You know how to get a hold of Joey. His links are down in the description. Uh, join the, the BKPC Nation group on Facebook. Uh, he's he's always posting stuff on there. I know he has, and I'm guilty of not sharing all of the stuff out, being too busy, but I'm going to make a more conscious effort to help you out, Joey. I really appreciate what you're doing. And, you know, not just for us, Mark, you know, if you see somebody, one of your friends out there that is sharing a, you know, I know in today's time it's it's hard, but if you see him sharing a, a GoFundMe, you know, five dollars may help. You know, we, we do a lot of fundraisers and I'm I'm doing some 50-50 raffles and things like that. And you know, we'll raise anywhere between, you know, twenty-five to a few hundred dollars. But what a lot of people don't understand, you know, that hundred and twenty-five could be groceries for that family for a week. You know, it could be a, a birthday present for a child that they weren't going to be able to buy a birthday present for because life got in the way. You know, it's not always about the total amounts. It's just about, you know, even if people just see that somebody out there cares, you know, get out there and get out there and help somebody, you know, it, it don't cost nothing to help. And you know what else? Take a kid fishing. Cause once they get into this fishing world and they get exposed to people, helping people, they might do so as well. So not, don't just keep them. Don't just take them fishing and get them to fish taking them fishing could they could turn into the next joey middleton <laughs> let's, right? let's don't wish that on nobody <laughs> i sure as heck don't want them to turn into me you know, the world's got one of me that's enough that's enough yes sir cool so um now you say you're doing more like in-person tournaments were you doing online tournaments at first 
Yeah, we we started out, man. You know, we started out super small, Mark. We started out doing giveaways for you know whopper ploppers and you know fish hooks, and then you know I've always wanted to do tournaments, so we started out and we would do just little online tournaments for a weekend, and we'd have five or ten you know group members that would do them, and then we started our um, annual big fish tournament, and last year was our biggest year, and I think we had about seventy five entries into it. And um, we, we did it through Tourney X, which was really good for me because when you got 75, 80 people, you know, submitting every fish that they catch, yeah. it's a little overpowering. So, you know, we, we've changed up some formats. Now, um, one thing that we're getting ready to do is we're getting ready to start our, um, our bank um, trail. And it's going to be solely for bank guys. I mean, 100% bank only. And, you know, I, I really want to make it a, a – a really legit trail and because you know you see a lot of these guys out there that they don't give the bank fishermen the the, the respect that they deserve because i'm gonna tell you i know a lot of bank guys out there that could compete with the boat guys from the bank so i, I look forward to that one because that one's kind of you know like i said I, i'm a bank guy you know we're, we're looking to get a boat but i'll always have my bank gear ready i just there's something about it but we're, we're working on that and it's it's going to be a good one. I mean, it's gearing up. We're going to run it just like any normal um, trail would be ran. We'll have a point system. Um, we're, we're working on trying to get some sponsors in to, to help with some guaranteed um, maybe trail money or whatever. But, you know, we, we got a lot. And, you know, I get a little bit overwhelmed myself. So, you know, if I ever forget something or if I ever say something, you never see anything else, just – you know, shoot me a message and say, Hey, did you forget about this? Cause there's a good chance I probably did. <laughs> yeah. There's, it, it gets involved even just doing a little show like mine. It, it gets pretty overwhelming. I can imagine trying to manage all those anglers and, and all the fish they're turning in. It's, it's quite a big task that you're, you're taking over. And, and, and one more thing, we have a lot of big bank. We have a lot of good bank fishermen out here in the chat. So guys get a hold of Joe. If you want to partake, test your, Test test yourself against some of the other anglers that are uh, uh, out there on the bank, and uh, cool. Maybe we'll get you on a couple of the other shows too. So, <clears throat> are you uh, going to be in the tournaments? Or are you just watching? No, we'll um, we'll go in and we'll we'll sit up at the the launch, and you know, if anybody needs to bring in fish that you know are struggling a little bit, because one thing that we're really passionate about too is CPR. You know, we want to definitely protect these fish for future generations. And so um, we'll hang out and um, talk to people that come up, may have questions. And um, we, we want to get it to a point where, you know, it's kind of almost like, um, you know, little carnival catfish carnival of sorts of, you know, launch getting people involved coming in, you know, hanging out, waiting for these guys to come in to weigh their fish in. And, you know, right now we're, we're just hoping people show up, but, you know, we, we'd like to see it get to the point to, you know, maybe where we look like extreme home makeover or something. Top carnival, do, do, I, do I see a dunk tank in your future? <laughs> hey, you might, you know, funnel cakes and dunk takes. There you go. You know, you can raise a couple, you know, I have enough enemies that would pay money to dunk me in a dunk tank. Might raise some money that way. Well, you know, I was going to say that might be the best opportunity for us to raise money because I'm sure there's a lot out there that like to dunk me as well. So. I like that idea, Catfish Carnival. That's going to stick with me now. I'm going to be looking out for that. So Joey's Catfish Carnival, that's pretty cool. 
coming to a town near you. <laughs> yeah, we got a couple other people that join us in the chat. We have Uncle Josh from One Ton Fishing Club. They're a big group of bank fishermen. Uh, Dan's Creation Adventures. What's going on, Dan? Uh, Ryan Bortz, blue collar fishing. He's a kayak guy, but uh, I'm sure we can get him to fish off the bank. Ryan, you're late, buddy. Uh, he has a question for you. Um, how do you what? How do you do bank weigh-ins? That's a great question, actually, Ryan. Um, we have gone to the um, length and girth formula. Now, a lot of people are going to say, oh, well, it's way off. It's way off. Personally, I think it's 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 spot on. I mean, I've paid, you know, you're, I, I've done a lot of fish. We've done quite a few tournaments, and it's been within a couple pounds. Um, and not just that, but if everybody's using the same formula, it, it's fair. But to, to make it easier, because, you know, when you're trying to weigh a fish, if you're if you're fishing by yourself on the bank, it's, it's, it's hard. So um, basically, you'll do the length times the width times the width divided by 800. And honestly, it, it's usually within a pound, two pounds of being, you know, um, on par with the scale that would weigh. Honest, in my opinion, I think that's probably a little more consistent because you got so many different scales out there that are going to weigh so many different, you know, ways. So it, I haven't had any issues with it yet. So that that's the way we do. We'll do the length and width um, formula for weighing. You know, I think I, what, what comes to mind right away is the biggest advantage of that is those fish are CPR'd right away. Absolutely. Where they're caught, they're put back. They're not being moved from pool to pool to pool, which is, you know, we can argue about that all day. But uh, the right. fact that they're going right back in that, that uh, you know, what is it? Lather, rinse, repeat, I, I've heard it yeah. called, uh, which is a pretty good thing. I want to say hello to, uh, speaking of vets, I want to say hello to Want to Be Outdoors. What's going on, Matt? Another crew member. Thanks for checking it out. Uh, I hate missing anybody. People that come Pond River boys. What's going on, Pond River boys? G Gabby's dad's in the house. What's going on, Gabby? Uh, <laughs> Gabby's dad. <laughs> That's him right there. I think you'd want to get Chad more than me. We got <laughs> Dockery in a booth. He'd, he'd get all sorts of all sorts of attention and money raised. What's going on, Alicia? How you doing? All right, cool. So, um. Did you do any fishing this weekend? Let's get let's get on point here with the fishing, and we'll go back to your charities. We'll plug them again at the end, but let, let's give the people some fishing content here. Uh, tell me a little bit about your fishing style. Um, you know, it, it just depends. I mean, honestly, even like on a boat, you have a lot of guys that like to do the the drifting and the um, using you know the boards and things of that nature. I like to throw my bait out and sit. You know, I'll, I'll find a spot, you know, not only that, but the older I get, the less I want to move around, especially when I'm on the bank, um, which probably hurts my fishing a lot, too. But I, I'm really not going out, you know, truly chasing big fish. I'm going out chasing, you know, a, a release and, you know, escape from everyday life. So, you know, I'll throw around here. We have to throw about eight ounces, eight to ten ounces out to get it to stick. Um, I'll run the sandy rig. Um if I'm one, you know, if we got hardly, you know, no current at all that won't keep the bait up, I'll, I'll throw a Kirby rig or something on to, to get that bait up. But, you know, honestly, Mark, when it comes to fishing, I'm not the one that's going to give the best advice. <laughs> you know, I'm not asking I, for I'm advice. We're asking fishing. about your fishing style. I like, you know. I like to keep my, 
I like to keep my shows more about the anglers and what they're doing. I'm not looking to educate everybody all the time. Right. You know, I think it's 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 right now we're learning about your your a lot about your big heart and all the hard work you put in, all the hard work you put in to, to helping all these people that need it. And now I want to give you a little bit of attention about what you like and sitting there waiting for the fish to come by. There is nothing wrong with that. There's no reason to 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 say uh that you're not the one to talk to because you're exactly the kind of people i like to talk to i go out there and throw big baits there you <laughs> go big baits <laughs> you get lyle stokes all excited when you start talking big baits so when you what's a big bait to you joey um well you know it, it depends i've thrown out chris riley a good friend of mine he man that guy the bigger the bait the better i mean we'll go out with him and he'll throw you know, half bodies that big. We've been out in Heathstone, you know, pounding half carp out before, you know. So, mm -hmm. you know, around here, our skipjacks that I catch aren't that big. So, you know, a, a big bait for me might be a head, you know, three or four inches long. Or, you know, I have been watching a lot of other people and they've been doing kind of a butterfly with their shad and stuff like that. So I'll, you know, I'll try anything I see. I'm one of those guys. But um, I, I do. I mean, because the way I look at it, if I'm going to go out there and sit for hours, if something does hit my bait, I want it to be something big. So, the you know, I've been told the bigger the bait, the better. So that's what I throw. And I, 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 I seem to agree. I, I, I have a saying that elephants eat peanuts when it comes to catfish because they really do. But in the meantime, you're fighting all the dinks off too. I ain't, I'm not going to lie about that. And uh, I had a, like, it was an over a one pound bullhead I was using. I think it was a week before last on a float. And that sucker went down. And I'm not going to lie when I said my heart started racing. It sure as heck did. I didn't hit, I didn't hit him, but I, it still got me all excited. So yeah, I get the big baits. I really, well, you know, like you said with the dinks and where we fish, it's so rocky that, you know, if you get that good cast, you, you want to basically leave your bait alone. Cause if not, there's a good chance you're going to lose your whole rig. So the bigger the bait, you know, if those little channels are down there, you know, just pecking on it, you're going to have bait. Or around here, we've got a lot of issue with a lot of gar. So, you mm -hmm. know, if they're sitting there tearing on it, you still got a little bit of bait to leave it out there for a while before your bait's gone. So that's that's really why I throw the bigger baits. So are you using, are you using mostly cud bait? Um, yeah, mostly. Um, I've never had a whole, whole lot of luck with live bait. Um I spend more time. I feel like when I use live bait hung up and, <laughs> you know, that, that bluegills try to take me places that it knows it shouldn't be. And, you know, we're up underneath the rock or hey, those floats like those Kirby rig you mentioned, they'll, they'll, they'll help you out a lot. At least for me. I mean, I do a lot of bullhead fishing, at least when I can find them this year, I can't get them because of weather conditions, but that's another story. And you know, you'd be surprised how good a float will keep a bullhead out of some rocks. Man, those gotta, Kirby floats will float a, a, a bull shark itself. Well, I use the same <laughs> I use the same popper floats as those when I get those big baits on there. So yeah, right. I, I I believe they will. I actually want a couple of a set of Kirby floats. I need to get out and use those. I haven't had a chance to use them yet, but uh, they look pretty interesting. I want to say hello to Bill of Rights Fishing. What's going on? I think we had a couple of people in here too that came in. Parker Pursuits, Miss Cindy Stokes, Jason Lamb. We got people coming in all the time. Uh, we got 66 people in chat here. That's pretty good. Joey, you were a, you're a popular guy. Yeah. We'll, we'll put it on me. That's probably all you there, Mark. <laughs> I don't know about all that. <laughs> people usually will pay to get me in a dunk booth or pay me to leave. So uh, I'm always uh, uh, grateful to see everybody in chat. I just want to mess around with them a little bit. Uh, so what kind of gear are you using? Are you a baitcaster guy, spinning reel guy? 
Um, I do like my bait casters. It took me probably three years to get used to throwing them before I was ready to, you know, throw the, the rig in the water. But, you know, once you get used to them, I mean, as a bank guy, especially, you're, you're not going to get, you know, further out than what you are with the bait caster. And, you know, once you find that one that really works for you, you know, you stick with it and you go with it. So I know some of them surf guys fishing big surf, man. They get baits out there pretty far with a spinning reel. I've seen well, those. Know, Mark, I've got guys that are asking about RC boats and um, drones <laughs> taking baits out for these bank tournaments and stuff. So, you know, there, there's, a, <laughs> I guess, a lot of ways to get the bait out there. Hey, man, look, look, at the, look at the catfish industry where it's gone in so little time, man. Yes. I mean, people are going to use their brains, and there's a lot of smarts out there in the, in the fishing world. I mean, we're trying, to get an, we're trying to get an animal that can be anywhere, you know, in, in 500 yards where you're at to come over to your little, you know, eight, even 10-odd hook. Yeah. Incubate right. and, 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 and trick them into doing that so I can see that. So where do you stand on using drones and RC boats and stuff like that? Um, Tournament-wise, no. We're not no. going to – that's just too much. Um, I, I think it's a cool idea. I mean, do I want to go out and buy a drone and <laughs> see how no. far I can take my bait out? <laughs> yeah, you know, it wouldn't be a bad idea. But on, on our tournament side, yeah, we're going to have to stay away from the anything, you know, motorized to get that bait out there. So. <laughs> Drones are like boats. It's best to have a friend with a drone. Yes, I agree. At least in YouTube, it is for sure. I have a good friend who took some drone footage for me that I'm still trying to get a get over there. It's just a huge file, long story, anyways. Uh, so, uh, what kind of length rods are you using? Um, I use a seven six. You do? You're not one of them ten footer, twelve footer guys? No, that's just that's too much rod. For, I mean, I, I struggle to throw the seven six. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same way. I got some eight footers. I got a couple of 10 footers that I, I probably need to sell. I hardly ever use them. Right. But uh, um, I know there's a couple of guys like Abbott out here at Chad. He uses big 12 plus footers. Um, we have a guy here locally that uses like a 15 foot surf rod just so he can get them on top of a dam. Long story. But it works for him. Yeah, I saw a video the other day. Um, a guy here in Kentucky has a, a 43 foot extendable rod that he uses for crappie fishing because he said he could get it basically right over top of where he wants to be. But if you, if you get a chance, look it up, Mario, it's something. <laughs> I will check that out. Uh, I've seen, I've seen rods like that actually on, uh, um, I think it was on a catfish and carp video where he was using really, really long, uh, almost like cane poles. Right. And he was, Mm-hmm. catching fish with those and the, the guy just wants to vertical jig for he wants to vertical jig and not have exactly. a boat i can kind of understand it so i, I can get it yeah how's he hold and that thing he, What's he it made out of? left and right i mean he was he was good with it <laughs> i hate to you know even a one pound crappie that's 47 feet out you know science and and physics is is telling me that's going to be quite a task well he had fish. it down to an art he could pull it behind him and he had a little oh. roller system and and he could get that thing apart pretty quick to where it came down to about a five and a half foot rod, I think. So <clears throat> definitely going to check that out. Uh, and to beat all, he was from Kentucky. We have no gar here. You had mentioned gar. Gar don't bother live bait or do they? Will they kill live oh, bait? Man, gar will bother anything that anywhere. Gar is like my nemesis. Those gars will have you just, they'll have you wore out after about an hour anything and everything you throw at them, they're just going to sit down there and just, I mean, you, if you use bales, your bales are going to be ringing constantly. If you got your, you know, bait clicker on you, it's going to sound like you're having a, a 
great, you know, pool, and it's no, it's a gar. So we don't have them up here. We just have turtles, which I'm sure you have down there too, and they'll do the same yes, thing. Sir. They'll drive you nuts. So yeah, we got some really bad words going towards uh <laughs> towards gar. gars too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta be bad. So <laughs> gars, you know, people complain about Asian carp and stuff like that when bass world, but man, our gar around here is just it's something. Something to talk about for sure. Do, do you ever think about targeting a guy once in a while? You know, honestly, yeah. I mean, I, I'm one of those guys that, you know, I, I like to fish for everything. You know, I, I really love trout fishing. Trout fishing is probably one of my favorite, favorite things. Um, I'll go for gar. Um, I'd like to learn how to do a little bit more targeting of um, carp, some of these big carp and stuff that these guys mm-hmm. catch. Honestly, Mark, I, I love fishing. You know, I learned loving, you know, new styles. I love, you know, seeing that people's passions for the different species. And, you know, I just, it's just cool to get out there and catch anything. And like I said, I'm not really, when I fish, I'm not truly targeting a whole lot. I'm just, I'm out there fishing, you know, anything that come and pay attention to my bait. <laughs> You're drowning a lot of worms that I take it, huh? Oh, absolutely. Worms, you know, I've, I've, Chick, I don't know how many things of chicken liver I've, you know, thrown in rivers and ponds. And, you know, back in um, the mountains, we had a lot of um, creek chubs. You know, they were great bait. You know, and I honestly, I enjoy yes, going out chub fishing, you know, getting a little bit of old hook and some breadcrumbs and, you know, just having a good time. Yeah, I get a, I, I have a. I have a good time bait fishing. I'm not going to lie. As long if, as long as it's not the middle of summer and I'm hard up for bait, I'll, I, I can I'll have a good time bait fishing. But if I'm when I'm hard pressed for bait right before the spawn goes, that's where I get a little. That's where I get a little nervous trying to get out on right. this. So, chubs are a great bait, man. Chubs, suckers, they work good up here. Um, you can buy them, but I'm not paying eight dollars for an extra large sucker up here. Yeah, they're getting out of hand. What are they charging you down there for skipjack? Uh, you know, it, it depends on where you go. Um, you know, here in Kentucky at our, our little bait shops, man, they're, they're super proud of them. You're, you're looking anywhere between, you know, $3 and about $5 a skip, which, um, you know, guys are paying it. So I guess if they're paying it, you know, but, you know, we, we have guys that come out for our tournaments and stuff and they'll sell them for, you know, $2, $2.50 a, a skip, you know, mm-hmm. so. I but you know, with times, you know, if you don't have time to go out and bait fish, you know, you pay what you you got to pay, I guess. But believe it or not, that's on my list of fish to catch as a skipjack. I've never been skipjack fishing. Do you do you do a lot of that down there? I, I don't do a whole lot of it. I'm here, you know, like I said, I'm a bank guy. But like when I go to Alabama and I get out with um, Matt and Samantha, and then and we'll get out there, and there, there's nothing much more fun than sitting on the back of that boat and reeling in four or five skipjack at a time. And you know, down there in Alabama, they got those nice, you know, big skipjack too. So that's it's it's fun. It's it's a probably one of my best bait fishing, you know, things that I like to do. So yeah, but Betty Cross was telling me a story about when they were down in the Alabama, how much fun she had uh, um, skipjack fishing with with Jay Nell, or uh, the regular dude fishing guy. She met him down there, and she was talking about that was probably a, uh, one of the highlights of uh, uh, her trip, except for catching the big fish, but it was fun. Right. And I want to thank Dee for sharing out the uh, Facebook link to your to your uh, uh to your group joey uh we have a lot of good people here in chat and they they take good care of me and their and the guests so i appreciate it thank you i appreciate that Uh, so any plans for this week when is the first tournament 
Um, we just had the first tournament. Our next one is July 31st um, for Fishing for Autism. So we're just kind of hanging out and, you know, kind of tr- trying to promote for the future ones. And hopefully eventually <clears throat> Rose is giving me a hard time. She said we got to get out and get fishing ourselves. So, you know, we haven't been That's fishing. That's what I was going to ask you if you had time to fish for yourself. What's the plan for the weekend? Um, this weekend, um, I think she's going into Lexington for one of the kids' birthdays. So, um, we're doing a, a tournament, um, with fishing for autism on Taylorsville Lake. Actually, they're hosting one this weekend, um, catfish tournament. So we'll, I'll go down there and fish that while she goes in and does the birthday thing with the kids. And, uh, do you, and, and, and roses that she's my better half. She's the okay. boss lady. Does she does she fish with you a lot? Or are you guys a fish? She does. People? She, she does. She's my, my favorite fishing partner for sure. That, that you're a blessed man. I don't have a fishing partner. My wife can't stand fishing. Well, I, I swore that the next time I was ever married that she was going to be a fishing <laughs> partner. So, and she's been probably the best fishing partner I've ever had. So, God bless me with that one. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> oh man. So what else you got going on, Joey? Uh, tell me a little bit about the start of the group. Um, you know, like I said, we started it just for me as kind of an escape. And, you know, I met so many good people that, you know, even going through some of the things that they may have been going through at the time were just so quick to to be there to try to to help pick, you know, me up or somebody else up. And, you know, I just it, it kind of grew on me, man, to, to see how much it helped me. I said, well, if it helped me that much, then, you know, what, what can we do to, you know, to help others? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't, I don't mind to talk to people. I don't like doing, you know, these Facebook lives and these YouTube things. Cause I kind of like more being behind the scenes, but, you know, I, I like to get out and I like to, to coordinate things and I like to put things together to, to try to help people out. So, you know, it just, it stuck and, you know, we, we went through ups and downs. We tried things. We had, you know, people that love us. We've had people that hate us, but, you know, we, we've just consistently stuck with it. And, you know, now I think we're at the point that, you know, if we can reach a couple more of the right people, you know, we might be able to really get to that next level of helping people out and, and truly make an impact and help more people out. You know, we would love to travel around all over and do these tournaments and fundraisers and, but, you know, it's a lot of work. I don't think people understand sometimes how much work goes into these tournaments. And, you know, when you put together these fundraisers and things of that nature, it's not just, hey, we're doing this. We'll see you there. You know, there's there's a lot of behind the scenes that people don't see. But, you know, with just reaching that one person, you know, you, you never know. It, it might be your your key to the next the next level. So we're just we're going to take whatever God puts in front of us and we're going to go with it. You know, if if it's like this and it never gets any bigger, then we're blessed. We met some great people and, you know, we've helped some great people and, you know, we'll just continue to do it at, at this level. Very cool. Four tournaments a year, man. That's a lot of work. I'm just thinking while you're talking about that. What's some of the behind the scenes stuff that you got to take care of as far as uh, getting the, the actual location set up? Do you need to get permits? Do you have to talk to DNR people? How's that work? You know, I, I've been blessed with the permit thing. Um, Jarrett um, Tempest with River Rats has really helped me with um, all the permits and things of that nature. Not everybody where requires permits. I know you get out in places like Texas and, you know, areas like that, man, they're they're all about permits. And, you know, you got to have a permit for 
just about everything. But, you know, you just try to, to promote, try to, you know, get, you know, people to show up to fish, trying to get sponsors to, you know, help you bring people in to, you know, be interested to come fishing it, to donate things, um, you know, making sure that your launch location is going to accommodate, you know, the amount of people you do have, mm-hmm. um, you know, once you get down for tournament weekend, you know, making sure that you don't have 60 bass boats right on top of you as you're doing your tournament, you know, so it's, it's, it's stressful, but, you know, I think the more you do, the better it gets. Um, you know, the main thing is, is just, especially for smaller, you know, tournaments and smaller guys is the stress of, you know, getting people there, you know, the promoting part, because when you're small, you know, you're doing a lot of the promoting yourself. So, you know, you, you got people that you're upsetting because you're set, you know, you're, you're sharing your, your tournament to their group and they don't want all the, you know, advertisings. And so you're sending messages, asking permission and, you know, sometimes you're, you know, doing things and hoping that forgiveness comes. So, you know, it's just, it's a lot, but you know, it can be fun too, because you get to meet a a lot of people and see with us doing the charity thing, we're blessed, you know, all the way around because it's not necessarily that we're out there, you know, trying to, to make, you know, a name for ourselves. We're just out there having fun, trying to help people. So, you know, you're not really getting your feelings hurt if people say no, or, you know, you're, you're not expecting too much out of it other than just being able to help a little bit. So, you know, I enjoy it. I bring a lot of stress on myself because, you know, I over, you know, I over promise things and, you know, I, I don't like, you know, being a failure. So I'm going to, to, to go a little bit extra on everything I do. So, but I, I enjoy it. You know, it gets tiresome sometimes and I feel like it takes away from a little bit of my personal fishing time, but I enjoy doing this just as much as I do fishing. So, well, you definitely sound like you have a lot to give, Joey. So it's kind of hard to say no to people when when you're that type. I happen to 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 like to think I'm the same way. I've been told the same way, and and sometimes saying no goes a long way. It usually helps right. <laughs> in the long run. So uh, uh, if anybody has any questions for Joey, you know how to ask questions in chat. Put a couple of question marks or special characters before it, and I'm sure he'll be happy to answer them. Oh. Mark, I'd like to add one more little thing. Um, Absolutely. Okay. Invite everybody. Like I talked earlier about COA, which is catfishing for a, a cause. They have a tournament coming up June 19th in Arkansas. Um, these guys, like I said, they, they do a lot for um, physically challenged, mentally challenged, you know, people to get out on the boat and out and fish. They've been doing this thing for nine years. So, I mean, it's, it's an established tournament. And guys, if you're in the Arkansas area or if you want to travel to Arkansas to fish, give um, Robert Tallman a, a message. This is a great tournament for a great cause. And, you know, it, it's nice to see those things take off. So if, if you get a chance, check them out. That's COA. They're on Facebook. Um, go give them a, a like and help those guys out. Very cool. And we got a lot of good people here. I'm sure we'll check it out. And if you, uh, you know, if you message me those links or, or actually, I don't know if you remember the catfish and crappie group, I got like 4,700 members. Yes, so if sir. you want to post that stuff on there, please do, uh, guys check out the, the, the group page too. If you want to get that stuff, that'll probably be the easiest way or, or just put a post up on, uh, uh, on your on your group on BKPC, I'm always worried I'm going to say it the, the wrong way. Did I say yeah? BKPC, there it is on the screen. Uh, yes, sir. Double check it. So yeah, even better. Why don't you do that and then share it out to my group? I'd be more than happy to do that and get Absolutely. you set up on there. Uh, hold on a second here. Uh, let's see what Betty says. Uh, 
Uh, I share Joey's group and tournaments on Fishing with the Chads, two Facebook pages. Also help him with anything. Just give us a holler. You definitely want D on your side. Thank you very much, D. We appreciate that. Definitely. D and D and Betty are, are, are assets to the fishing community more than you'll ever know. So, uh, well, actually, you might find out. If they like you, you'll find out. Uh, cool. Well, Joey, we're coming up on 9 o'clock. I want to thank you yes, very sir. much. Uh, do you have any sponsors that you want to give a shout-out to? I do have a few that I'd like to give a shout-out to, Mark. Please um, do. First of all, I'd like to thank Jarrett Tempest from River Rats. Man, Jarrett has, you know, came in and basically Jarrett's ran tournaments for a long time, been in the industry for a long time, and he came in and just, you know, without even meeting me for the first time, has just helped tremendously. I'd like to thank um, Charles Crook with Meat Hunter. Um, he's the guy that introduced me to Isaac and his family, you know, last year. And, you know, Charles does a lot behind the scenes that nobody ever sees or hears about because Charles is kind of like us. He likes to kind of stay in the, the background. Um, also, um, I'd like to thank Steve Henderson from Sea Arc, who um, donates a lot to a lot of these charity tournaments and these smaller, you know, fundraisers and stuff like that which a lot of people don't realize that when guys like Steve, you know, donate, it does so much more than just, you know, give prize money or whatever. It brings a little bit of attention, you know, to us smaller organizations and stuff. So, you know, Steve, thank you for what you do for, you know, that um, Cat River Anchors. Um, they're, they're always first in line to, to help out with these giveaways um, River Rodders, Rod um, has been with me since day one, makes a great, you know, rod holder. And then um, last but not least, I want to thank um, Lloyd <coughs> um, Bell. He's the owner at um, Numa Designs. He does all our jersey work. And I tell you, Mark, anytime we, ha we have a fundraiser, Lloyd's on the computer before I can even get on the phone with him, you know, donating a jersey to raffle off or, you know, whatever. So, you know, there's, there's tons and tons more. But, you know, those, those guys, um, Dale from Dale's Tackle, um, Aaron Churchwell, you know, they came in and fished our tournament. And, you know, just them guys showing up really helps these tournaments out, too, because, you know, people want to fish with those guys. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that sometimes those guys really realize how much impact that they can have on, the, you know, some of these smaller, you know, charities and stuff like that. So, you know, we're, we're blessed and, you know, we, we appreciate everybody that helps us, and I'm sorry if I missed anybody, but, you know, we, we, we try our best to, to get people's names out there because that's, that's what it's all about. I, I totally agree. I'm a, look at me. I'm a, I'm a wreck if I miss somebody in chat. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, because it's, it's nice that people help, and, you know, you want to – you know, that's one thing that sets our group apart too is, is that, you know, we, we don't care, you know, if you want to advertise your company, if you want to advertise your YouTube channel – you know, whatever you want to do, come in. We ask that you be, you know, fair and not post it 17 times a day and, you know, completely clutter up the feed with it. But, you know, how else are people going to find out about things if, you know, we're not able to share in these groups where everybody is? So. Thank you for your support. I appreciate you, Kevin. It's Kevin from Palmetto Cats. Thank you very much, my friend. Uh, also, Stan is sharing out your links too, so uh, that's great. I want to, uh, Joey. I want to thank you so much for 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 giving me your time to to be on my show. I really appreciate it. I want to wish you all the luck in the world. And if there's anything that I can help you with, let me know. If it's if it's within my reach, I'll be more than happy to do so. 
Man, yes, I wish a little. I wish. I mean, I wish I lived a little closer to all that stuff. I'd be hitting each and every one of them. So, well, start marking your calendars for next year, maybe. That's probably a good idea. You you said Gunner Gunnersville, and I'm I'm all about that. I've been wanting to finish fish that for a long, long time. So, uh, we'd love to have you. Come on down anytime. Fantastic. All right. I want to say good night to everybody. Uh, thank you for all the super chats. Uh, thank you to uh, the crew members. I really appreciate your support. It helps make this show possible. Uh, it, it helps uh, um, get the software needed, the services needed and all of that stuff. I really appreciate everybody. Uh, we got, uh, I'm, we got fishing with the chat on Thursday. We got uh, Patriot James on Wednesday, Roger tomorrow at Muskrat adventures. Um, Thursday night after fishing with the Chad, we have a very special guest, Fish Smack, Trey Bolton on Panfish Nation. I'm really looking forward to that show. Uh, so tune in. Um, I got. I don't see. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm Friday night. We got Stan's show. Sa- Saturday we got Mike Greenwell, and then we got Palmetto and Abbott on Sundays. We got a lot of fishing shows going on. We got Fishing 101, I believe, is another show out there. Uh, on Wednesday night at eight o'clock. Forgive me, I forgot who's having that. And also Kelly over at the um, Kelly's got his show. What's in your tackle box? Uh, and I zoned on the experience. Sorry, Kelly, I forgot your channel's name. I'm on the spot here. Uh, somebody will bring it up. I'll, I'll promote you next week. All right, everybody. Thank you. Have a great night. Hold on, Joey. Don't go anywhere. Uh, we'll see everybody on Thursday night at Panfish Nation. And then again, Monday uh, for Catfish Weekly and the Catfish and Crappie Podcast. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye.